Thomas Jefferson once said, I believe that banking institutions are more dangerous to our liberties than standing armies. Take a step back and consider the following. U.S. Special Forces seize oil refineries in Saudi Arabia. The king is worrying about an internal plot to assassinate him. The U.S. government freezes all Saudi gold in the U.S. The U.S. Congress issued a report about Saudi Arabia's human rights record. Reassessments of the U.S. security assistance for the desert kingdom and tensions between Riyadh and Washington flares up beyond belief. This could be the outcome scenario if and when Saudi Arabia decides to dump the U.S. dollar from all energy transactions. The outcome? We'll see a seismic change in the global financial system. The call for Bretton Woods, too, becomes louder and louder. And this reality will definitely demand your attention and that of diplomats, geopolitical analysts, intelligence officers, investors, and the rest of the world writ large. For now, suffice it to say, Saudi Arabia trading in Chinese renminbi yuan is a fait accompli. So what's next? In this video, I'm going to provide you my assessments about this topic given not only the long-term geopolitical and economic impact this will have, but also how this could mark the end of the U.S.-Saudi relations as we know it. So, fasten your seatbelt and let's take a ride exploring the new horizons of the new geopolitical financial system and what it has in store for us all. Our show today is sponsored by Noble Gold. My name is Dr. David Waralu, and you are watching Geopolitics in Conflict. Saudi Arabia is in discussions with China to price some of its oil sales in Yuan. I think it's already happening. This trend is already beginning. There's no reason why two countries already have vast exposure to the U.S. dollar should trade in, in a third-party currency. Now, the restoration of diplomatic relations, how quickly in your mind do you think we're going to see Saudi Arabia making significant investments and vice versa? I would say very quickly. Let me set the scene for you. Only a few years ago, if you were to say the Saudis are trading in other currencies besides the U.S. dollar, you would be perceived as confused, ill-informed, and simply out of touch with reality. But today, it's a reality. Saudi National Bank partners with China Export-Import Bank in a renminbi yuan loans. And you all know what lies ahead. But here is a background. The Export-Import Bank of China, known as China XM Bank, is a major trade policy bank announced a few days ago that it has made the first loan cooperation with the Saudi Nationals Bank, the largest bank in the kingdom, in a renminbi yuan facilitating financial cooperation under the framework of the China-proposed Belt and Road Initiative. China XM Bank stated, and I quote, the funds will be specifically used to meet the demand of China-Saudi Arabia trade projects, end of quote. The move 
shows the rising role of the renminbi yuan on the international stage, expanding beyond the trade settlements to loans. Now, a word from our sponsor. The second largest and third largest bank runs in history happened last week. The government is taking steps to guarantee all deposits. That means more money printing. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to secure their wealth with gold. Gold is the most stable asset outside the government control. Hurry and go to geopoliticsgold.com to secure your wealth and get a free 5-ounce America, the beautiful coin, if you qualify. That's geopoliticsgold.com. There is always a risk of investments and there's no guarantee of any kind. There are three dimensions to this. One is economic, two financial, and three geopolitical. On the economic front, the cooperation follows the implementation of the Comprehensive Strategic Partnership Agreement signed by both Saudi Arabia and China in December 2022. This is the first instance of cooperation between China's Exim Bank and financial institutions in Saudi Arabia and will help facilitate financing and trade among countries and regions along the route of the Belt and Road Initiative and achieve mutual benefits and win-win results. China and Saudi Arabia have made much progress in creating synergy between their strategies and conducting bilateral cooperation in various fields in recent years. Saudi Arabia remained the single biggest oil supplier to China in 2022. Bilateral trade reached 116 billion US dollars last year, up 33.1%. Chinese import from Saudi Arabia stood at 78 billion US dollars, up 37% over the previous year, according to China customs data. China's Ministry of Commerce stated in January this year that during 2022, the total renminbi yuan settlements in cross-border trade stood at 7.92 trillion renminbi yuan, the equivalency of 1.1 trillion US dollars, an increase of 37.3% over the year of 2021. While cross-border renminbi yuan settlements for direct investments stood at 6.7 trillion yuan or 979 billion US dollars, up 16.6%. By the way, I checked this info from different sources and confirmed. On the financial front, the renminbi yuan's growing momentum in overseas markets can be expected to continue as Russia in the top 10 largest global economies in 2021 is faced with, the, with, with unilateral sanctions by the West and its traditional trading partners elsewhere need to continue to find currencies to continue buying and selling with Russia. If not, regional supply chains could collapse regardless of the West's position. And with this global shift, Iraq's central bank 
said in February that it plans to allow trade from China to be settled directly in a renminbi yuan for the first time in an attempt to improve access to foreign currency. According to Muthir Saleh, an Iraqi government's economic advisor, he said, and I quote, it is the first time imports will be financed from China in a renminbi yuan as Iraqi imports from China have been previously financed in U.S. dollars only, end of quote. Iran Financial Tribune has stated that an Iranian official said Iran and China have recently talked about increasing the share of their national currencies in two-way trade, given that the renminbi yuan accounts for a considerable part of bilateral trade and de-dollarization is on the government agenda. Countries such as Russia and Vietnam have also opted to use the renminbi yuan in trade settlements, an indication that the currency's internalization not only suits China's need, but also those of increasing numbers of countries, as Washington's use of the US dollar as a trade weapon has diminished its trustworthiness. Other countries, though, with more difficult relations with China are opting for other solutions, such as India choosing to settle some overseas trade in United Arab Emirates dirhams and has asked banks and traders to avoid using Chinese yuan to pay for Russian import. Government officials have said because of long-running political differences with its neighbor and another sign that the US dollar trust is eroding with major economies looking at alternatives. On the geopolitical front, the Saudi real has been pegged to the US dollar for decades while the Saudi oil exports continue to support the petrodollar system from 1970s, in which the world top oil exporter priced its crude in US dollars. However, Saudi Arabia is willing to deepen its strategic cooperation in oil trade with China, the world's largest crude oil importer. Last month, China and Saudi Arabia agreed to expand crude oil trade as they upgrade their relations to a strategic partnership during the visit of the Chinese President Xi Jinping in the Saudi capital, Riyadh. China, for its part, plans to make its own currency, the yuan, more prominent in international oil trade. A potential yuan-based oil deal between Saudi Arabia and China could signal more unease with the reliance on the US dollar, while also serving as a preview of how Beijing could advance its currency in other parts of the world. Some analysts have downplayed the, the chances of a yuan deal, pointing out that the Saudi real is, backed, is pegged to the dollar, helping shield its economy from volatility. But the effectiveness of the West's sanctions against Russia has been a wake-up call for countries seeking to reduce their reliance on the U.S. The hard truth is this. A potential deal in Yuan is a sign that the world is looking for some counterweight to the U.S. dollar. 
So, what are we talking about? The U.S. dollar weaponization. There are those who argue that the U.S. could sanction China. Not too fast, I say. It will be a suicide if the U.S., given how most basics, commodities, are produced outside the United States, mainly in China. China will retaliate, of course. Look no further at how Australia's economy went down by 40% when China stopped its trade with Down Under. Such actions are not new in terms of the U.S. imposing such sanctions. Washington has done so before with both Russia and Iran. The initial effect were damaging to ordinary citizens, including relatives overseas, such as Russians and Iranian students and retirees who were no longer able to receive living income or pension made by their families. Internally, prices of certain basic commodities increased. The issue with Iran and Russia is that in the U.S. trade terms, they are not significant market. But blocking U.S. dollar transactions with them also impact upon nations friendly to the U.S., but whom also trade with these countries. That includes nations such as India, very much a massive emerging economy. As a result, we feel threatened by such actions. In the case of Russia, it is a relatively wealthy country and has land borders with 12 other nations, many of them on friendly terms, and some already involved in a free trade agreement with Russia via the Euro-Asian Economic Union. Russia has little debt and has been able to effectively replace U.S. dollar use via bilateral trading with other countries, including with India, China, and Turkey, among others. Russia has already launched its system for transfer of financial messaging known as SPFS, which is an alternative payments network as a direct response to Washington clamping down on Russia's market access to the U.S. dollar. Iran, meanwhile, it's oil rich and has been able to trade both oil as well as gold reserves. It has negotiated its way out of serious trouble, although there have been more serious impacts on Tehran in terms of purchasing maintenance equipment for aircraft and so on. However, it has also recently launched its own cryptocurrency and is supporting this by mineral wealth. More to my point is the fact that the U.S., in using the U.S. dollar as a trade weapon, is also encouraging other countries to look at alternatives. U.S. dollar in gold trade terms. What will it mean? In 2019... The U.S. dollar held 44% of all transactions. The euro was used in 16% of transactions and the Japanese yen 8.5% while the British pound equated to 6.5%. The Chinese renminbi reached almost 2% and is still a global minority player. This means that the dice are all stacked in favor of the U.S. dollar. And to some extent, 
the euro. It should be noted that the renminbi has overtaken the euro in trade finance use and that while the US dollar is the dominant currency in global transactions, the renminbi is second globally in trade finance. An adjustment is taking place and it's not purely being directed by the United States. Banks are changing. Of the 44% of the US hold, US euro trade accounted for one-fourth of the global total. But the emerging markets, currencies, which include the Chinese RMB, actually grew in transactional volume by 20% in 2019. With the Chinese RMB being the most traded currency in this grouping, along with the Hong Kong dollar, Indian rupees, Indonesian rupiah, South Korean won, and the Russian ruble. So, what are the alternatives for the US dollar? Russia and Iran taking steps towards the, a gold stable coin. The financial community in Moscow has been quietly abuzz with the news that the head of the central bank of Russia, her name is Leva Nabiluna, may pay a visit to Iran shortly to discuss the efficiencies of payments in their respective national currencies. That is to be expected. But what is buzzworthy is the plan to define and agree on the timeline and conditions for both countries to launch a gold stablecoin. The concept has been in the works for a while now, and both countries, Russia and Iran, central banks have jointly dedicated specialists in a working group for developing such a stable coin and have been actively working together both in Tehran and Moscow. So here is my conclusion for you. To circle back to Saudi Arabia, they are the apologists who argue that nothing is wrong with the US-Saudi relations. Everything is working in harmony and we should anticipate great things to emerge from this everlasting relationship. While I agree that U.S.-Saudi relations could survive the next decade or so, it will eventually collapse. This is not because Washington wants that outcome. Rather, it is because of the emerging geopolitical realities which suggest that even long-lasting relationships such as that of the U.S.-Saudi Arabia will eventually come to an end sooner or later. As always, prepare yourself for changing world order. Till next time, guys. Bye-bye.